66-year-old Joni knows all too well that living with the lung condition called chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, or COPD, can be stressful. The main symptom is shortness of breath, which worsens over time. The disease and treatments also cause coughing, wheezing, tremors, and emotional effects such as anxiety and panic attacks, depression, and insomnia. COPD symptoms are complicated and overlap with treatment side effects. This is what led Joni's lung doctor of more than a dozen years to refer her to a palliative care doctor. The goal was to address the worsening symptoms from the illness and its treatments and help Joni live her life in the fullest way possible. Joni soon learned that the addition of a palliative care doctor could tackle some of the most challenging symptoms, help her regain some independence, and improve her overall quality of life. This is Joni's palliative care story. Fifteen years into living with COPD, Joni found herself feeling panicky and distressed by the sense of drowning that comes with severe shortness of breath. This led to more frequent doses of the steroid inhaler prescribed to ease the breathing, which in turn caused tremors so severe, Joni could barely hold a coffee cup. She was mostly housebound and less able to take care of even simple daily activities. She had a long-term and close relationship with her lung doctor and didn't want to give that up. When Joni learned that palliative care was an additional specialist who would join her treatment team, and in her community, this doctor would come to her home, she agreed to an appointment. Joni didn't know what palliative care was, so she asked many questions at her first appointment. I remember her being very warm and inviting, um, but also a little hesitant. Um, I think she asked me three or four times throughout our initial interview if I could re-explain what palliative care is and, and what it was going to be like. That's Dr. Kate Tyndall, medical director at Austin Palliative Care in Texas and Joni's palliative care doctor. Palliative care is specialized medical care for people living with a serious illness. This type of care focuses on providing relief from the symptoms and stress of the illness. The goal is to improve quality of life for both the patient and the family. Palliative care is provided by a specially trained team of doctors, nurses, and other specialists who work together with the patient's other doctors to provide an extra layer of support. It is appropriate at any age and at any stage in a serious illness, and it can be provided along with curative treatment. Depending on where you live, palliative care is available in a number of settings including hospitals, outpatient clinics, and at home. For Joni, Dr. Tyndall came to her home and spent the first appointment getting an understanding of who Joni was and learning about her priorities. We recognize that when you're dealing with serious illness, um, it's incredibly cumbersome to get to a clinic appointment. And, and a lot of these people have multiple clinic appointments. Like, um, you know, Joni has a primary care doctor. She has a pulmonologist. She's got a cardiologist. We didn't want to add to the stress of one more visit that she has to get ready for. As Dr. Tyndall got to know Joni, she concentrated on specific areas of need, starting with a medicine switch to help ease Joni's breathing and eliminate the tremors. She also kept Joni's other doctors informed about the changes. Joni had been living with her COPD for a long time, over a decade, and I think she had really been through quite a lot in terms of um, adjusting medications and, and optimizing everything that they could do. Um, she was evaluated for more advanced interventions, and, and we unfortunately she wasn't able to pursue any of those. So 
I think her referral came from her pulmonologist recognizing that her shortness of breath was really limiting her and um, and affecting her her function and her um, quality of life and and really wanting to help her um, from a different aspect than just trying to modify the disease itself. We talked about the idea of using opioids or pain medications because they're actually very effective at relieving that sensation of shortness of breath. Um, not just to help people feel better, but actually to help people function more. So when we first started, she was she was a little hesitant um, to to do a trial of it. But once we did, she received tremendous benefit from it. She went from being able to be moving around in her home for a few minutes to being able to do something for 20 minutes. Um, and even when she wasn't moving around, when she just got that sudden chest tightness and acute shortness of breath or, or sudden shortness of breath, she had the ability to sort of have control over it. So she knew that that medication would be there, that it would act quickly, and that it would relieve that sensation. sensation. Um, and that gave her, I think, a level of control over and, and helped with the fear of, you know, what if that symptom comes on and, and it just keeps getting worse. Um, so we tackled it from the medication perspective um, and actually got her off some of the other medications that she was on that were causing side effects, and, and she was really receiving good benefit from that. Dr. Tyndall and Joni then worked on ways to conserve her energy, which allowed Joni to spend time doing things that brought her the most satisfaction despite limited lung function. We tried to focus on what is it that we can adjust, you know, and it, it might be things like moving your coffee can to a lower shelf so that when you make your coffee in the morning, it only takes you a minute instead of five minutes. Um, it might be that we outsource uh, cleaning your house so that instead of you spending time cleaning, you are spending your time playing with your cats or dogs or talking to your family. Um, she was actually very creative before I even came into the picture in terms of making adjustments. Um, she noticed herself that she when she leans over especially, she gets um, really short of breath. And so she got herself one of those um, grabbers <laughs> that, like, extends your reach. And um, so that way when she was sitting in her chair and feeling more short of breath, she could get everything that she needed herself. It's important to know that appointments with palliative care teams are based on the patient's individual circumstances. So the meetings can happen regularly or as needed. In many cases, weeks or months can go by when patients manage their lives and medical needs independently. But knowing that the palliative care team is always reachable can be a great relief. This became evident to Joni when she came down with a fever and breathing was even more difficult than usual. She just didn't have the energy to advocate for herself and needed help reaching her various doctors. She was able to connect quickly with Dr. Tyndall, who stepped in to coordinate Joni's care. We hit a couple of months where things were really not going well and um, her symptom burden increased. She was really fatigued. We thought she might have, she did have uh, an acute illness, an acute infection. And um, we just needed to sort of intensify our support. So she reached out, said, I'm not feeling well. We scheduled a visit right away and she needed help with coordinating her care. So, you know, we got to work reaching out to her PCP, getting an urgent care visit set up, getting her the medication she needed, coordinating that with her pulmonologist. We might not be the person that solves the problem, whether it's you know, referring her to the right place, but um, helping her to understand, you know, is this something that we need to get to a doctor right away, whether it's an emergency room or urgent care or what. 
So we talked about sort of what had changed and what was going on. It's really just a wonderful thing when we get to take that stress off the patient for having to be their their own advocate and be the intermediary between multiple doctors. Um, that I think is a, tr- a real relief to them to be able to hand that off to somebody else. Joni knows that having a serious illness like COPD comes with ups and downs, but the addition of a palliative care doctor on her team restored her ability to have a positive outlook and helps Joni feel that she can fight on. She tells her family, neighbors, and even her other doctors that more people need to know about palliative care. And that's something Dr. Tyndall completely agrees with. The thing I would really hope that people understand about palliative care is that what we do is based on what you need from us. It's not always one thing. The things that we do in terms of symptom management just are life-changing for them. I mean, someone who's in severe pain who then can can go to their kid's soccer game, that's life-changing for people. But for other people, you know, maybe it's the, the, the fear of what's to come and somebody who's been down that road a hundred times before who can, can either walk them through what they're going to see or just let them know, you know what, whatever we encounter, we're going to be right here next to you and we're going to tackle it together. To learn more about palliative care and how it can help you or someone you love who is living with COPD or other serious illnesses, visit getpalliativecare.org. You can also check out the Palliative Care Provider Directory, which lets you search for a palliative care provider in your area and by setting. This episode was narrated and produced by Nick Ciavada.